Hello, Seven Mile Road, and happy March. Hey. I'm here with Matt. Yes, I'm here. And Michael's here, too. Hey. Um, and we are recording this on quite possibly the coldest, windiest day yet this winter. This is why they say March <laughs> comes in like a lion, but this is like the grumpiest, angriest lion you have ever met. Right. Felt like negative six is what my phone said when I walked out front. Ugh, I was Woo! walking from my car to the church building this morning. And my hair literally froze. <laughs> so I had icicles hanging from my head. So I'm really hoping that go out like a lamb part. Yeah. We can really celebrate that in a few weeks. Let's do that. <laughs> um, and I heard on the radio the other day, by the end of the month, it, the sun is going to set past 7 o'clock. Right. So that'll be great. Well. Um, but here we are in March. So we wanted to give you an update about what to expect this month. Um, and first, we're g- just going to talk about Sundays, what to expect yeah. Sunday mornings, whether you're here in person or catching it online. So Sundays have been great. We have jumped full speed into Luke's gospel, mm-hmm. said we want to be focusing on the person and work of Christ in these stretch of time as a church. It's funny because we haven't quite gotten to Christ exactly yet, <laughs> but hearing that backstory and several more to go of what attended his arrival has been really sweet and the import not just of the doctrine of the virgin birth of Christ, but what does it look like for the people of God who are on mission with him to receive his work in whatever stage has been really sweet. So we'll keep tracking through that. I hope you have your journal. I hope you're taking notes. Mm -hmm. And I hope the unrivaled glory of Christ is just going to land on this church over and over and over again. Very excited about that. Also, uh, we're three weeks in a row now where we've been at full capacity. Yep. So that's great. Thank you for fighting to come and be with us as you're able. And Sarah will figure out what we start doing if there's 32 sections that want to come and only 27, 28 sections available. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to be figuring that out with our eye on when does this place open up for real. Yep. Yeah. Um, and just a reminder, um, Matt mentioned the Luke journals. If you haven't gotten one yet and you want one, we have a few extra. Just let me know or just grab one on a Sunday morning. Um, so those are free for you if you want one to help you study Luke. Um, and another reminder, we do have some, I guess we're calling them kid kits. If you haven't come with your children yet, they hopefully maybe will help keep your little yeah. ones entertained and quiet and they might stick stickers on your foreheads, mom and dad, but it'll keep them quiet. So, <laughs> um, and speaking of Sundays, in just a few weeks is Easter. It's on April 4th this year. And yeah, can you talk about what Easter will look like here? So early Easter, sometimes it lands in March, but mm. this is that first weekend. And we have traditionally gathered on Good Friday to pause and remember the awfulness and awesomeness of the cross with a different theme each year and then just have the best morning on Easter Sunday mm. celebrating the accomplishment of all that we ever needed in the resurrection of Christ. Um, we're batting around the possible need to do two services on that morning in some way, so mm-hmm. we'll let you know about that. And also, we've put before our students and everybody else that we're ready to baptize folks who are ready to be baptized. Yeah. So Easter Sunday would be a fantastic morning to do that as well. So if that has been on your radar, just get in touch with our pastors, and we can walk you through that simple process 
of sweeping you into the family of God and the life of the church through that gift, ordinance, sacrament of baptism. That'd be a fun day to do that too. Um, and Michael, gospel communities kind of fall under your new role. So can you update us a little bit on gospel communities? Sure. So gospel communities are completely full. Mm-hmm. We have five, and they are 41 weeks into a 40-week pregnancy ready to pop. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> nobody's getting added into them in the, currently. Yeah. We are vetting new leaders to train and mobilize to launch new groups in September. That is going on behind the scenes currently. On the surface, our leaders are going to have a training on April 9th. Okay. So put that on your calendars. That'll be great. Um, And another thing we've been doing this season, I think for three weeks now, Mm -hmm. um, it didn't really have a name. We've kind of been (laughs) calling it the What Church Can Be group group um but we haven't come up with a better name for it Mm -hmm. um but we have a group of newer people who could be ready to move into a gospel community Mm -hmm. but like michael said they are very full and not accepting new people um so instead we've been reading through the what church can be book with them um and working through the discussion questions with them and it's been great. Michael, can you talk a little bit more about how that's been going on Sunday nights? Sure. We have roughly around 12 adults, not including Sarah, Matt, and myself. Mm-hmm. And we read through one chapter that gives an essential of what it is we do here in the culture of Seven Mile Road in gospel fluency and gospel community and receiving the word on Sundays. And then we just give people space to express how they feel about that Mm. and um, what it might look like for them to jump into a GC. They get to feel that a little bit in a Zoom call with us. So it's not the same, but it's also not them just sitting at home doing nothing and not being able to jump in with anything with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think we have been able to, you know, kind of start to build community and start to share the culture of our church a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. We've also been doing what we call liminal. Mm -hmm. Um, Last weekend, we had pretty fun watch party. We had some candy and popcorn and we watched Jojo Rabbit on the big screens. That was fun. Yeah. It was. So what's coming up this coming Saturday? This Saturday we are having our Zoom call discussion. So we're going to have everybody jump on the call. So if you weren't able to join us in the watch party, you didn't miss the conversation. We're still going to have it. It'll be this Saturday night. And we'll talk about a lot of different questions that mm-hmm. the, the movie raises for us. Great. And then once we're done with movies, what's next for Liminal? Mm, we are going to move into an album next yeah. month. Great. Or two albums mm. that work together. These are two of my favorite albums. I know you Great. didn't love them, but maybe you're learning to love them. I am enjoying the writing. Okay. I could take or leave the artist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't separate the artist from their art. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Matt, you're a fan of Taylor Swift now, right? Yes, I, I, I was unable to differentiate her from Katy Perry <laughs> 60 days ago. But now, at least that last album was spectacular. Yeah. yeah. And if, you, if, you're, if you're like, well, what is this liminal thing again? So I got here with my mom to watch Jojo Rabbit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, um, an, it's in that genre of Holocaust remembrance reflection movie but totally different than a schindler's list or the piano very different but no 
And that's going to be fun to talk about with everyone, the nature of comedy exposing mm. tyranny for the ridiculousness that it is. But also, here's a little girl locked in a closet because she's of a different race than the, than the people in power. What is going on with that? What, what fun, and not just fun, what import it's going to be to talk about, hey, how do we think about that again? Especially in the wake of the last year in the life of our country mm -hmm. and the people who are sh shrieking about it. What is the grounds that they have to have a problem with it versus why do we immediately recoil as Christians at that whole concept of race-based discrimination? So this liminal is inviting us into that space mm -hmm. to say these are the movies and the albums and the books that are being written in our time. How does gospel truth intersect with the themes in there? So I had never watched a movie in the church before. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great and became really clear this is the the nature of why taking an hour and a half to sit with some others and think on this could bear a ton of fruit. So that's my my experience of, of stepping into that and looking forward to doing that together on Saturday night. Great. Um, so up next, we're going to talk about students. Um, both groups of our student ministry kind of had a big month in February. They both oh, yeah. had big, big events. Mm -hmm. um, so, Michael, if you can give us an update on our student ministry. Sure. So for middle school, Luke and Bianca and Brett and Katie took all the middle schoolers and their younger siblings and parents who wanted to join and that we could get tickets for. I'm a little bitter. I didn't get to go. <laughs> yes. But that's all right. They had fun without me. <laughs> I had to cross your name off the list so another <laughs> student could go. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they went tubing. That was a great day for them just to be together in person mm -hmm. outside and ride down some fun snow tube hills. Yeah. They've been meeting every week on Zoom mm -hmm. to do gospel formation, and we've been working through the New City Catechism. So it's this awesome 52-week from why do we have faith all the way through what does it look like to be a member of the church mm. um, with a solid gospel centrality all the way through. So we've chosen it specifically because it's really, really helpful for parents to disciple their kids. It's really easy. You can just do one question and answer a week, mm -hmm. and you can ask them multiple times and lead to many different conversations. So if you're listening, parents, take advantage of it. Yeah. Yeah. And as for high school, we did, an over, well, it wasn't an overnight. They push <laughs> and push and push for a lock-in, which I will never do, but... <laughs> <laughs> we were bummed that we couldn't go to Camp Rhea mm -hmm. in New Hampshire. Um, so we did our own version of a local retreat. Mm -hmm. So we were here Friday night and then here all day Saturday having snowball fights and a giant board game. Yep. And minute to minute games. And we worked through, in terms of content, the different stories that are being told in our culture and how we as a church tell the story of the gospel. Mm in our shared weekly liturgy, like why it matters that they as students be in public worship, and not just to understand preaching, but the whole shape of the liturgy teaches them the gospel, mm -hmm. and they should give themselves to it. And then how do they do that individually? Like how do they read the Bible? So those are the conversations we had in the midst of tons of fun and Chick-fil-A and snowball fights. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. It was great. <laughs> Um, so coming up this month, we are going to have a mid-year member forum. Right. Um, so just so you get that date on your radar, it's going to be a Wednesday evening, March 24th. Um, and we will likely have both an in-person and an online yes. option for yep. joining us. Um, and Matt, if you can talk about what we're going to do at that forum and what that's going to look like. 
So we do two of these no matter what every year, mm -hmm. six months apart. Uh, one is in August at the start of the church year, and that is basically casting vision for what's it going to look like for us to be on mission as a church this year. Mm -hmm. Some stuff never changes, and we just go at it hard every year. Uh, other stuff totally flexes with context, um, where are there needs in the life of the church, opportunities. We like to say, what is the Spirit doing, and how do we get in step with with that? And making sure that everyone knows, here are our priorities. These will be the big wins for us this year. Here's where we're investing time, prayer, energy. Um, in the month of March, we pull together to say, hey, how's the charging of the hill going? Mm -hmm. Where has there been fruit? Where have there been challenges? Where have we had to zig or zag? Um, what's going great and what has come on the radar that wasn't or come off that was that kind of a conversation. So this one is more of, we said we were going to go for these things. We have been, here's how it's going. Now let's have a family conversation about um, your experience of these things and really a chance to celebrate all the wins and also hear anything that we would need to hear together to refocus um, and align for the next six months of church life. So that's this month. And you'll get an agenda um, three to five days beforehand that has the big ticket items that we'll be walking through. Mm -hmm. But come knowing we said we were going to work to weather the storm of COVID really well this year mm -hmm. and do the things that we do as well as we can and not take our foot off the gas on those, but also realize so much would be handcuffed in another sense. So that member forum is about doing that prayerfully together. Yep. Next on my list is um, our 20th anniversary party. So hopefully you got an email. Uh, we had to, well, we didn't have to. We decided to postpone the date for that. Yes. We just figured it's not worth doing if we're going to be wearing masks and it's going to nope. be, you know, 12% capacity. And nope. we, that's not what we want to do. No. Nope. Um, we want to celebrate this big. So our new date for that is June 24th. 2022 yeah that seems like really far away but don't book anything else on that date we right. want you there <laughs> right um so you can't claim that you didn't have enough advance notice that is 15 months away so <laughs> mark your calendar we um, totally missed our 10th anniversary because mm. we were actually in the process of reinventing the church purchasing a building mm -hmm. uh experimenting with multi-site and realizing that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to actually plant independent missions among distinct people groups in mass. And in the midst of figuring all that out and a lot of transients in that season and a ton of energy there, we stopped. We didn't stop to pause to go, whoa, God has given us 10 years together as his church. So we were not missing the 20-year mark no matter yeah. what was going on, except the pandemic. <laughs> so it'll be the 21st anniversary. Yep. It'll be the summertime. We're going to have a live band. We're going to sing and dance and celebrate and feast. And we're going to remember God's grace to us. Mm -hmm. And the point of it is to take our value of relational intimacy and just have it be on steroids that night. So we're not doing it at half capacity or with masks on. Yeah. We're not doing that. And we're really hopeful that 50 to 100 people will travel. Mm-hmm from where they are now to come back and celebrate, remember with us. And COVID was just going to make that hard. Even if things open up in May, 
the planning to do it. So no big deal. Let's just keep doing our stuff humbly and holy for another year. And maybe we'll need some more capacity, but we'll just celebrate year 21. That's the plan right now. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I have on my list. Well, it's March, so we're also <laughs> just trying to not... <laughs> no one gets to, to, to grow too grim mm-hmm. and uh, get to April and just see life kind of open up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that's your update. And happy March 7 Mile Road. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Bye.